And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Welcome to Down to Dunk. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. We're part of the Athletic Podcast Network. Go to theathletic.com slash down to dunk to get the athletic for $3.99 a month. It's Lottery Eve, McKelle. It's a big day, and my little two-year-old is in here. He's hey. in the room. He wants to be on the podcast. Um, what do you need? Nothing. Nothing. Okay, see you later. Uh, big day. Big, big day here uh, in Oklahoma City and for all Thunder fans because tomorrow is the draft lottery. And if you are in OKC, but Kelly, I'm so sad that you're not here with us. You can come to the Mule in Edmond, 16 South Broadway in Edmond, Oklahoma, and join us for our NBA lottery party. So come 6.30, we'll be there a little earlier just setting up, but feel free to come whenever. Uh, get a table, and come get some food. The food is delicious. Really anything you get there is great. I recommend anytime they have a seasonal side, I always get it. It's always very good. Uh, the french fries are good too. They've got little onion rings too, which are delightful. And then any sandwich, I recommend the macaroni pony or the BCLT, those are my two favorites. Both just can't miss sandwiches. So check that out. And then also, I had the good people at Frenzy Brewing hit me up last night. And they are directly across the street in downtown Edmond from the Mule. And they have offered their tap room as like an overflow space for people. If there's not a, enough room or if you don't have a table or whatever it is, you can still order food and you can uh, then head over to Frenzy and hang out there. They are offering a uh, dollar off pours with a discount code if you order at the Mule to go. Uh, so it's a great opportunity to hang out over there too. They'll have TVs and stuff uh, with the lottery on as well. So if you get there to the Mule and things are just too crazy, I don't really know what to expect to be honest. But if things are too crazy, you can head to Frenzy. And then when it's time for our live pod, you guys can all crowd back into the mule. So uh, there's that. It should be a fun night. I cannot wait to see everybody. I cannot wait to actually have a live event again. Uh, It's just uh, I'm very thankful and very excited to get things kind of back going. Uh, McKelly, how how are you feeling? I guess that's the number one thing right now is how are you feeling about this lottery tomorrow? Oh, but the lottery we'll talk later. <clears throat> I feel terrible because oh, oh no! Wait, wait a second. I have I have the mic completely turned. Okay, now it should oh, be there better. Oh, there we go. Oh, um, much better, much better. <clears throat> yes. I'm miffed and peeved because I cannot try the grilled cheese. Oh um, yeah, yeah. You know how much yeah. I love cheese. How much I yep. don't love bad cheese, and I expect they- the meal to be great. So. They use they use good cheese. I guarantee you that. Um, my so my cousin is actually the owner of the mule, and it's like 
like long story short, like my cousin Joey and his friends own this restaurant group. And so we've worked together on stuff for years now. Um, and he was like my very best friend since I was like a little kid. So it's pretty cool that we could get to kind of reconnect on this kind of stuff. And fact is, Joey would never use crap cheese. So he's going to yeah. use the good stuff. So one of these days we'll get you over here to use it. <clears throat> yeah, uh, so that, that to, I can make a tasting. It. I can make a tasting yeah. and, and, and great. And, and then I'll have like proper grades for cheese yeah. <laughs> for <right>. an American <laughs> podcast. That's exactly um, right. Yeah, back to the lottery. I I don't really know what to expect. I, yeah. I'm calm. I, I'm normally calm on things where I absolutely don't have any control of. Um, yeah, there's no control. But it's, but it's so None. important for OVC like it is it's, it's very um, important yeah it's uh, it's something that can really change the outlook of the next not sure of the next 10 years um because you never know what happens um yeah like in 2022 like black can break your way uh, like <clears throat> you can get like a, oh, an okay season and still get the number one pick because of like pure luck the bulls surely, did it with derrick rose yeah I mean, exactly. Even like, even the Sonics with Kevin, like they were like yeah. this. They had like seventh best odds, I think, that year yeah. or eighth or something in that range, and they got up and they got Kevin. Changed everything. Changed the franchise. Exactly. But these lottery, if you hit, if you get something in the top five, maybe something mm-hmm. in the top three, and then maybe an extra bit of luck, then you're. It's not that you're all set because we never know if these players will will really become superstars. They have the potential to be, and and you can yep. clearly see that. So it's it's something that again can change the outlook of the next two three years. And if Focus is lucky and they manage everything well around Shea and the the guys that will draft and maybe some trade, then the future might be brighter sooner. That is that is how I look at these a lot because if you if you draft Scotty Barnes and or Kuminga maybe next year you are in the same ballpark as you are now. Yeah, I mean I love Scotty Barnes, be. but um, he's not the guy that will put you over the top immediately. Yeah, he's not worth that. he's not he's worth he's not worth ten or fifteen wins next year. He's maybe no, worth no, 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 no. negative two wins next year. You know. Yeah. Yeah, which for a rookie is quite good, but but yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I get what yeah. you mean. Yeah, and and probably Kate is not worth uh, fifteen wins either. But if you pair his shot making ability with the fact that Shea will be a better player, in my opinion, then okay, see, maybe better mm-hmm. and better sooner. Uh, which well, is, and like the thing about Cade too is. And I don't want I don't I don't have my hopes up for the number one pick. But if the Thunder do get there, there aren't a ton of like number one pick guys. Like even like Zion Williamson right now, there's turmoil in New Orleans. Like he doesn't want to be there. Blah blah blah. Or at least his family members don't want him to be there. Already, we're in, yeah. like just finished year two. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, Kate is from Arlington, Texas, right? Like just yeah. a stone's throw from OKC. He went to Oklahoma State. Even after all the drama that they had, where they might not even be able to play in the tournament, he decided to commit there. Yeah. Like, he's just, if there was a star that would say, yeah, I'll commit to OKC for forever, like, he's kind of cut from that cloth where you could see it. Now, Jalen yeah, Suggs, maybe. Jaylen, 
Oh, this fit with Shay is ridiculous. Everything yeah. is ridiculous, and I and yeah. I just even struggle to to speak about it at this point. To be honest, I, str- I struggle to because I don't want to get my hopes up because I I don't have like if the Thunder end up with six and eighteen, I don't think it's impossible that they trade to four. You know, I don't think that that's an impossibility. Mm-hmm. I think if they're at three and eighteen, I think it's an impossibility to trade to one. You know, I don't think that would happen. Yes. So no, the number one pick up is up to the table. Yes. Yeah. The number and, two. And also, like Jalen Suggs, like Jalen Suggs might be the best player in this draft. Jalen Green might be yeah. the best player in this draft. Yeah. So you still can't even just say with certainty, like, oh my gosh. Or they, they may, be, may be the guys that stick around. Russell Westbrook, the guy who went to UCLA, <laughs> born in Los Angeles, was the guy who committed here. He's the yeah. one who stayed, you know? And had Kevin OKC Durant, had who was in DC luck. and Texas. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just all. You know, you just don't know. Like, we don't know. Yes. I'm stressed out, and that's why I keep interrupting you, is because I'm stressed out. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, you never know. You never know what, what a career of a player look like. I mean, there are players that are drafted number one consensus, like Ben Simmons mm-hmm. was. And they, they, they get all <laughs> NBA grades, <laughs> like, last I year. Know. And now, I, I watch them refuse it to dunk a basketball and to pass the ball to a man that was less open than him. Mm-hmm. That is something to me that I don't know what happened there, um, but I mean, everything can happen with a first one pick. And um, you need the, 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 the reason why I'm saying this is because, yeah, tomorrow is where the luck um, plays is thing, but then it's up to you what you do with your first one pick. Um, and NOKC yep. has a good track record, but they have to work. I mean, it's not that if they draft a K, say, okay, we got it. No, no. Your clock is ticking from the second you make that pick. Get busy. You need to you be You better great. have a plan. Yep, you better yes. have a plan. You better know who to put around these guys, and you exactly. better get going. Exactly. Because we've seen where it doesn't work. And you know what? I'm... I'm. I'm think I'm that I'm. I'm done with my crusade against the Hawks. Are you? <laughs> I think I give up. I think I give up. I think after watching what I did last night, where it wasn't just Trey, it was everybody else. I give up. Kevin Herter's good. You know, yeah, that, go for it. They put the right guys around Trey. Yeah. I think uh, Bogdanovich is good. I give up. I give up. I'm waving the white flag. I don't have a white flag. I have this black but- T-shirt. I'm waving the black T-shirt. I'm I'm done. Okay, sorry Hawks. Sorry I had the bad take, but I really did believe it, and I still kind of believe it. But I believe it. I used to believe it 100. percent Now I believe it 10. percent Like, all right, let's go Hawks. Yeah, and to on on on, on your defense, uh, you don't need my defense, but I'm I'm going to to do it anyway. Like all the other teams in the East are just disappearing. Like they, they are destroying themselves. So it's not that the Hawks are not worthy of a conference finals because they clearly are. They 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 beat everyone who they faced, which is mm-hmm. what you should do. Um, yep. But you you can say that it's unless Herder and um, and the other young guys become better players than what they are now, Hunter. Um, Unless they do that, it's hard to see them being the Golden State Warriors 2.0. Um, 
Um, no, they they're not going to be a like a like a mega star team. Well, but that's, if they improve, there is a path. I mean, Trey Young can be a, a top five player in the league. Period. Yeah. Oh, and, I think Trey, that's and that's and that's been part of my argument the whole time with Trey is that like I believe in his abilities to get there, and that's why I would want to, him to have another running mate. Like that's been a that's been like my whole argument the whole time is like Trey is that good. Like Trey is that guy. Yeah, and but 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 the other guys are are still young, and I don't know. Yeah, Herder, Herder yeah, played very a very good game, and the most impressive thing to me was he played a few possessions defensively down the stretch, yep. where he was helpful, he was effective on defense, mm-hmm. and I mean, it's it's like they clicked. And they have mm-hmm. <clears throat> very good veterans, veterans that will not take too many shots away from the young guys. That will they will complement very well what they have. I mean, Bogdanovich is amazing. Gallo, we've seen him. I mean, Gallo yeah. is just the man. <laughs> the mm-hmm. play he made on Embiid was similar to the one that he made against Luka Doncic in one of the regular season game last year, Gosh. where he hold. And, and Gallo is like that. He may very well yeah. disappear in the fi- in the Western Conference Finals, but he was there and he was effective yeah. against Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean it's um, it's good, it's good, and and and, the, and this shows us that there is no single way to greatness, and, and maybe True. getting getting good value for players, uh, it's still okay. Like they get mm-hmm. they got enormous value for Capella enormous uh, yep. they they just paid a very good player in Bogdanovich they paid Gallinari they didn't have to pay anything in terms of assets and and those were all good players mm-hmm. and they, they you need to make it work Lloyd Pierce was not able to um, but I mean those are tools that you can play with and so mm-hmm. so yeah maybe maybe this is a lesson for us there's no there's not just one way and maybe Atlanta will get a free agent because of that, because they, they are in a good in a market that can be a great market. It's a great and market. So, it is. It's a huge so, city. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows what happens? Maybe there is a star that will see what is happening there and say, well, you know what? I would love to play with Trey Young. And and there you have Zion. it. Your second. Maybe Zion. Maybe Zion says, well, I want to get there. And Atlanta has all the tools to make a trade like that, they they, they didn't mm-hmm. overcommit their future to do that. Mm-hmm. They can got young they players, can send they've got draft picks. Yeah, yeah they, can they, have, they can send they can send Cam exactly Reddish. seven yeah. first round picks plus players. They can do that, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. picks and swaps. And they still have guys left. Exactly, they have you a competent. Say, you roster. could say you could say Bogdanovich, even. Yeah, but but you don't you don't want. I I, I really love Bogdanovich more than. I know, I know. I'm just saying, but you could, and you could still have a, a great team. Yes, yes, you may. So, all right. Sorry, Hawks. I messed up. Uh, all right, let's let's take a spin on this lottery simulator on Tankathon.com. So, whoops. If uh, if you're looking here, one day, five hours, fifty minutes, and fifty seconds until the lottery is announced. Yeah, don't do it. What's your prediction? I don't have a prediction. What are we predicting? It's like no, no, predi- for this for this run, not not for tomorrow. for this one right here. Yes, I have no, I have, I, I have nothing. That's what I have. I have, I have nothing in me to predict. I predict. I, I got to let go. I have to complete. I have to completely let go. That's what I have to do. The next one will be predict. three and five. Go ahead. 
All right, here we go. Let's see. Nope. Too bad. Six, six and eight, six, six, sixteen and eighteen is where we're at today. Yeah. I have to remember it's six, sixteen and eighteen, and we'll talk about that trade here in a second. Uh, another spin, five, sixteen and eighteen. Like, this is a reality here. Big yeah. slap in the face. Of reality. Wow. Uh, six again. Six, sixteen, eighteen. It's hurt. It's hurtful. Five, seven, and sixteen. Not as bad. You would take. I think you would that take. That is not that, bad. If you, no. Here's five, eight, and sixteen. I haven't gotten that result. Um, hardly ever. Yeah. That one. That's like a like that is very very unlikely to occur. Yeah. Um, but it's wild, man. It's gonna be. There's five and eight again. Um, very very unlikely. Uh, so just taking a look at just the odds one more time while it still matters, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because after tomorrow night, this won't matter at all. This will all just be poof, it'll be gone. Yeah. So for for the Rockets pick, remember it's it's forty seven point nine percent chance that Thunder receive that pick. Yes. <clears throat> So close, as close to a coin flip as you can get with this. Uh, so that's there. And then for OKC, 11.5% for number one, 11.4 for two, 11.2 for three, 11% for four, 7% for five, 27% for six, 18 for seven, 2% for eight. So yeah. there are... They have good odds to land in the top four, like total mm-hmm. to land in the top four. But then you've got a nice chunk sitting back here at six and seven too. Oh yeah. And re- and remember, if they do happen to fall here to seven, it's more than likely that that's t- that will tie itself to five. It's not guaranteed, yes. but it will likely tie itself to five. So if you see the Thunder draw at seven, odds are increased. That this is also OKC's pick here. So don't okay. flip out if someone if they draw OKC at seven or eight, especially at eight. Eight is like almost guaranteed. I think it is guaranteed. That, yeah. So if they draw eight, just know like you get the Jonathan Kaminga, Scotty Barnes spot too. Is that? I think it's. it's I think it's uh, because they need four players to jump them, four teams to yeah. jump them. Which yeah, means that Houston right. is the fifth. Yeah, five and eight yeah, is. Yeah, so um, it's uh, it's it's not ideal. Obviously, you want to get a pick in the top four. You want one yes. of those four guys, even five guys. Um, you want one of them. So it's a stressful night. Stressful night for lots of teams. Stressful night for Minnesota Timberwolves, who would like to wind up in the top three as well. Uh, if they don't, they'll lose their pick to the Warriors. Uh, we have the uh, Orlando Magic, even, who have a chance uh, to get um, another you know, lottery pick if the Bulls fall to 8 and 12, right? Yeah. So it's, uh, it's just it's exciting times. This is going to be a very exciting lottery tomorrow. Again, come join us. Hang out with us during the lottery party. Let's get back out there, guys. Let's hang out again. Let's uh, experience either the pure joy or the just 
madness that will ensue if they don't if they don't get one of these picks. <clears throat> you know, I after we I know that we we don't have we we cannot talk here too much about the mm. draft. But since I right. watched Scotty Barnes, my life is better. Because I know <laughs> that even if if the consolation prize is Scotty Barnes and I'm yeah I'm very 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 positive about the fact that wherever mm-hmm. OKC lands they have enough to get Scotty Barnes if they want him sure and if that's the guy if yes. that's the guy yes then sure but the fallback like to be able to draft a player like that and I know I know that we watched Ben Simon failed in the oh we sure the did um, we sure did but I mean, I, I cannot shake the feeling that that guy would be a soul of a great team. And that's, and you that's the guy. one thing about him that you love, right? Like that's, if you're going to take, obviously like he's got for his size, like the skill level, all that stuff, but <clears throat> he will be the heart and soul of the team. Yeah. You know, like he will, he will take all of that on and he will be that. And he will be making plays and crucial moments just because he likes to get in the mix. And he's going to be a vocal presence. He'll be a fan favorite. Uh, yeah. It will It will be – and we can transition to uh, Ben Simmons here in a second. But uh, it will be terrible to root for a guy that doesn't shoot it, though. That will but be the But he, that he, he wants to shoot thing. it. He will not be able to. Right. <laughs> That's maybe that's the line of delineation right there. Uh, okay, before we talk Ben Simmons, before we talk Kemba Walker trade, which Kemba Walker's on the Thunder. Yay! Like, weird. That's so weird. What a weird, weird world that we're living in. Uh, let's go over to the stream. We have Daniel Tamasi says, "What's on, boys?" from the UK. Uh, Paul Gray says, "Loading up on some Benadryl. See y'all on Lottery Day." <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tyler Fields says, may the balls be in our favor, gentlemen. Uh, Falk says, ayo, in Denmark. Uh, let's see, Chad Scott in Yukon. We have Stephen in Maryland. Uh, J.D. Brown says, one more day. Miroslav, who's in Germany, says he's so nervous. Hoopstock69, his heart's been racing all day. Man, we need to send a lot of people to urgent care. Um <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> I guess I said this. Okay, see you later to my son on draft night or on draft eve or lottery eve. Sorry. Uh, let's see. Hello from Tulsa, from Clinton Fowler. Uh, Alex Bullerjack, my buddy. What's up, man? Thanks for joining the stream. Uh, <coughs> T, who is in Miami, is here with us. Uh, Fetty. Uh, let's see. He's giving some cheese advice to you, Michele. He says, next time you go to Oklahoma City, take some Aperol and some... <laughs> this is the drink uh, I discussed with you, uh, last, last week. Was it last week? The Spritz? This oh, is, yeah, uh, the Spritz was last week. Yeah, yes, for sure. Yes. Uh, Dan Mayan is in Rhode Island. Let's see. Michael Clampett is an angry Texan. Oh, Angry Texan is the goat mule sandwich. Oh, okay, sorry. I don't know that I've had that one, Michael Clampett. Uh, let's see. Josh is in Kenlinworth in the UK. We have Tyler Carroll, our uh, resident lottery expert here, who's saying, let's go one in five. 
Thanks for joining the show. Uh, Nate thanks Thomas for jinxing in next Omaha. Time yeah, right. <laughs> thanks for the thanks for the jinx. Uh, we have lots of people here today. What's up from Orlando? Kyle Clark. Robert Whitrock is at St. John Hospital. Thanks for joining, Rob. Jay Smith, our guy Jay Smith. What's up, dudes? What's up, Jay? Thanks for joining. I think that's where we'll stop. Thank you so much for everybody for being here. Hooper's Heaven in Toronto. Big Kalachi in Houston. Eric Mai from Denver. Max Weston once Cade. Ethan Salter in Athens, Georgia. Athens, Georgia. Nice. I've been there. Nice place. All right. We'll take a quick break, and right when we come back, we're going to talk Campbell Walker. We're going to talk Ben Simmons. It's just the NBA is a wild place, and the Thunder are just somehow have to be in the thick of it every single time. And we're back from that quick break. McKelle, the Thunder made a trade on Friday. I was just trying to go to the gym. I'm just trying to go work out. My wife and I go to this uh, cycling class together on Friday mornings after the fry pod. My kids go into the childcare. It's great. We're just, we, it's our Friday routine. I park my vehicle right in front of the YMCA, getting ready to walk in. Boom, Woj bomb. Uh, the Thunder have traded for Kemba Walker. They get the 16th pick in this draft. They get a very favorable second round pick, mm-hmm. and then they send back a very unfavorable second round pick, yeah. um, along with Al Horford and Moses Brown. No, uh, no, Moses, <laughs> no, no, Moses. Uh, <laughs> no. What are your What are your thoughts on this deal? What was your original just thought when this madness hit? Um, so we, in the group chat, as Alex said, uh, in the live reaction podcast, um, we discussed exactly that trade and we were, well, why, why yeah. is Boston doing that? They yeah, surely you, want like, to do doing, better. Like, yes. but they wanted to do better with their giant trade exception too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's, uh. And I also read like pieces. Um, Jared Weiss and the Athletics had this. Um, he wrote a great piece on Kemba, um, but the idea was well, now they can re-sign Fournier. Yeah, yeah, you have to do it, but it's—is it what you want? Like, I—I I don't know. And if the idea is to play Horford at the four, please don't do it. Uh, if you want to play him, um, like you play the Time Lord yeah. 2025 and you play Horford mm-hmm. 2025 and depending mm-hmm. on the matchup you close with either, then then yep. it's fine. But please don't use him as a four with a non-shooting five because those two guys, they need all the space they can. And, yes. and, and please don't do that, Boston. Um, I know. On the return, again, we were discussing it um, straight up saying, well, yeah, you, you get away Orford, you get a small asset, and you get in Kemba, which has a worse contract, but for sure, he he's a, the better player in the trade. And so you may want to to, to re, re-up his value. Um, just a few questions to you, since I'm watching mm-hmm. it. Um, can you say from the top of your head how much, uh, how many points per possession Kemba um, had over the last season in spot-up situations. So above 1.10, between 1 and 1.10, below 1. 
Um, between 1 and 1.10? 1.22. That is That's 88% good. in the league. So, yeah, I mean, so I'll say this with Kemba. It's not really even been about his performance because he was pretty good for the Celtics yeah. down the stretch. It's been about availability. It's about the knee. I don't care. And then it was about and then it was about the relationship. No, no. I'm, I'm, in, let's in let, let's forget about the Boston part. Let's focus on okay. OKC and what they got. They got a okay. player that was is one year removed from being an All Star, a deserving one. Yeah. That had, starting exactly, starting that didn't that doesn't have a track record of being a player that never plays a full season. Yeah. I mean, it's I I, I don't want to 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 say something that is wrong, but I don't think he had many bad seasons. He had some. Uh, let me check. So, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. He was 66 games his rookie season, which was 11-12, which is lockout year. Mm-hmm. Uh, 82 games second year, 73, 62, 81, 79, 80, 82. His last season in Charlotte, he played all 82 games. And then first... Season in Boston, 56. This last season, 43. Yeah, so the last two years, uh, the track record is is not great, uh, which is clearly important. But for a team like OKC, who will, in any case, will not be pushed to play him hard. They can play mm-hmm. him 20 minutes. They can sit in them back-to-backs. They can manage him. And they have shown to be able to manage players. Um, this is a very important trade. I think that maybe he will never even touch base in OKC. Uh, that can happen because if someone else becomes available and they want Kemba for some reason, mainly the reason that I was just discussing, like another stat, um, mm-hmm. can you, like in pick and roll, he is still above average. In transition, he put 1.3 point per possessions. So these are not bad numbers. So I, yeah. I I really think that the reclamation project is there. Granted, you ha- you need to have luck, but the downside of this trade for OKC is not is zero. I mean, there there is no downside. What happens if, yeah. if he doesn't play? Who cares? You have insurance. It's not even a money question. Like yes, mm-hmm. you cannot spend those money, but if if the player cannot play, there are insurance that covers you. So, to me, like when I read on on Twitter, and I will go on a um, not very short run uh, run to here. Um, I read on Twitter, well, look, Presti, they will never be able to use. What is he even trying to do? Like, mm-hmm. you need to, f- to focus on every single move that he made and ask yourself, was this a bad move at that point in time? Yeah. And the answer is always no. Like, it was the right move to trade Russell Westbrook. It was the right move to trade CP3. It was the perfect move to trade Danny Schroeder. It was the perfect move to to trade both Danny Green and uh, maybe Danny Green is the only one who can say, you really want Horford? But then, look at now. (laughs) You need another another first-round pick. And you can say that development-wise, having a savvy veteran player on your roster that can teach Shea how to play in space compared mm-hmm. to Danny Green, who is strictly a spot-up shooter and a great defender, then he may, like Horford, may have been more helpful. So every yeah. single move, and in the process that is good for your present, you're building for the future. How this can be bad? 
How? Like, I don't believe for a second in the, well, you will overpay because they, they will just ask for all your... Yeah, it's they the may. That's the dumbest reason. Yeah. That's, it's just not... That doesn't make sense because those teams that will be trading those players want the asset, right? And the mm -hmm. asset being picks. They want the picks. But they're not going to sit back and say, ah, oh, well, Presti could give us more, uh, so we'll accept less picks or we'll accept the same amount of picks from somebody else or whatever. Exactly. Listen, Sam Presti makes more trades than just about any other GM in the league. And just because he has assets, it hasn't stopped other teams from making deals with him. Like Golden State didn't think like, well, you know, we don't want to take on Kelly Oubre because Sam has all these picks. <laughs> and we don't want to... like No, like that's stupid. Like That's ridiculous. It, it didn't it happen is. with George Hill. Like The Sixers didn't sit back and say, well, they have too many picks. We don't want to make this deal with them. No, they got two second-round picks for George Hill. You know, they're... They're continuing to make deals. They just made a trade for Kemba, and people are just overthinking it, mm -hmm. and they're trying to be smart. And this, this is something, this is just one of the diseases of Twitter, right? Is that everybody feels like they have to have a take. Everybody feels like they have to be smart. And but I was sometimes... Surprised. I was surprised what? by who said this. Like, there were national media people saying this. Yeah, Not like regular dudes. Try, I mean, there are national media guys, ones that I respect, ones that are smart, that have been in the league forever, that don't believe that this is the right strategy. There are lots and lots of them. Mm -hmm. it's a, that's, that's not uncommon. Um, but the people that are just overthinking it are just a little ridiculous. Like it's just... And let it play out too. Sure, there is no, there's no guarantee that this will work. At all, there's no guarantee. Yeah, but my, can I rank you? Can I ask you a but, question then? What is the yeah. real alternative? Like they're saying, well, that, we'll run it back with Chris Paul. That is, that is not, not, it, but but also not entirely you have to take a true. Look at, like, well, take, is it take even a look possible? at what the, the goals are. Yeah, what are the goals of the organization though? No, but even when say the, say that say that they, they, it's like losing on purpose is something bad, and you know you don't want to yeah. to do that. No, um, sure. you say well you have to run it back because you have something there. Are you sure mm -hmm. that those fifteen guys were up to that? Because if you are, to me like the day after the last game in the bubble, CP3 made a video saying thank you OKC, I'm out. Like, mm -hmm. like are people watching this? Understand it? There, there was no chance to run it back. Zero. The, yeah. Like the only option was to try, to try to replenish, refurbishing, yeah. whatever, re reinventing the replenish, roster. Replenish. Yeah. Like. Well, the, but but also like there wasn't there wasn't the chance for that also because it was the plan. Yes. It was the plan all along. Yeah, but it's supposed that there is no plan. I don't, I don't think that that the same players. Would be would be on board for another season like that. Yeah, can you bring Gallo back? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, we maybe with a with a huge overpay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm just. Here's the thing: like the, with the goals in mind that they have, it's they're doing the they're doing the best thing for themselves. Yeah, 
with the with the goals that they have pre- that they have presented uh, that you couldn't do much better than where they are today. Now tomorrow night we'll know even more, mm-hmm. right? With how how well this is working, if they wind up with number one, like wow, like the plan looks a thousand times better. If they wind up with seven and sixteen and eighteen, wow, the plan doesn't look quite as good. But listen. The reason you do this, the reason you trade for the 16th pick in this draft is to like insulate yourself a little bit from that seventh pick being the only one that conveys in the top five, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's the reason for it. And now, perhaps you can trade up from 16 and 18 up to 10, and then you have 7 and 10. Mm-hmm. That's a much better situation than you were in before. Yeah. Uh, Good question here from Spencer Smith. Uh, Spencer yes, Smith. Did you read that? Did you read yes. the Cade article yes. from Sam Vecini? So he he wrote an article just based upon the best landing spots for Cade. I thought it was spot on. Like number one is Toronto, mm-hmm. which makes just so much sense. Like they they were just lacking the real the true number one guy that they had during their their finals run, and Cade can be that. That's it's a tremendous fit. The next is Golden State Warriors because. Of course, you want an extra shooter yeah. alongside, um, and it would be with their own pick, not with the Minnesota yes, pick. They cannot they get it. Yes. Got got crazy lucky, so keep that in mind. And then three, he had OKC, yeah, which I thought was, you, you know, and as somebody who has followed this team for since their inception, has read almost everything about them, that has seen everything i just didn't really expect okc to be that far up now do i believe that they are perhaps the the second or third best destination for him absolutely i do but i also have to to have to know like i cover this team i know the ins and outs i know everything they're doing and i'm biased like i'm absolutely biased toward this this city this franchise 100 percent biased and so part of me was very shocked that Sam Vecini put them as the third best destination. Now, when you he puts together the argument uh, that Cade and Shea is a great fit, you already have a guy that's all-star type of level guard to pair yeah. alongside him. You have Poku. He said All-NBA he like all for Shea, which is... He, he did. Which, good, because we've been kind of talking about that this whole offseason, that he's got the chance to be a top 15 guy yeah. in the NBA. Uh, and then he mentions Poku pretty quick as well. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Sam loves Pokushevsky. He really yeah, does. Yeah, he does. And he does. Go back and listen to the pod that I did with him yeah. several weeks ago. Uh, but, but, but it's right. Yeah. I mean, you can just... I mean, the the, the doubt and the downside of a Pokushevsky career are still there. I mean, you can see him failing next year oh. by just being wild. No question. But if no the question. flashes are more consistent, just a tad more consistent, we are talking about a useful player in year two. And, mm-hmm. and again, um, I was listening to, uh, sorry for this little digression. Um, That's okay. It's, I was listening to Matt Penny and, and, and Sam talking oh. about yeah. um, the, um, the tournament, the, the, not the tournament, the combined, the G League combined and the mm-hmm. official mm-hmm. one. And they were talking about all guys. And, and Penny said something that is really important uh, in regards of Pokoshevsky. He said, well, this 24-year-old guy um, was very, very good in college. But then I stop and think, 
Well, this 21 years old guy, how will it be in three years in college? Yeah. And Pokushevsky is as young as many prospects in this draft. And if you yeah. suppose that you've seen the flashes of Pokushevsky, I mean, and see the flashes of Kuminga, you see a lot of lows in Kuminga's play and a lot of no, highs no. in Kuminga. Like, yeah. why are we not thinking about Pokushevsky as a top 10 pick in this year draft? This is what yeah. Pokushevsky is for OKC. Because last year yeah. it was basically development. He, it, was, it was not a season for him uh, in OKC. Mm-hmm. But now, yeah. next year, he, he can be our top 10 pick of this season. And I mean, yeah, there's you, a lot to be excited. If you rethink it, yeah. Yeah, if you rethink it like the Porzingis pick, right? Where Porzingis the year before goes in the 17 to 25 range, right? Yeah. And next year. Having a year four. of development. Yeah. All of number four. Where would Poku be in this draft had he played up a level in Europe, right? Mm-hmm. Flashed and showcased everything that he did in like the second half of this season, where yeah. he's making threes off the dribble, he's driving the lane, he's playing tough defense, he's making crazy passes. I think that you could make the argument that he could be in the Jonathan Kaminga range, where you're like, oh my gosh, his size, his yeah. abilities, like he could be there. Would you, Between five to would ten, versus, I would say. Yeah, where would he be versus Scotty Barnes? Because he's got more of a scoring game than Scotty oh, does yeah. at this point. You know, yeah. I mean, like there's... It's a great point because I don't think a ton of people think so much about Poku with regards to this rebuild. I know that Oklahoma City fans do, and Sam Vecini does, and that's great. And I'm glad. Like Sam is like so plugged in, and he actually watches everything. Like he actually watched the Thunder, as opposed to so many people that evaluated this Kimball Walker trade on Friday that talked about Moses Brown being as good as a 16th pick. Like get out of here with that take. Like that's that's a garbage take. Yeah, it's it's the, he'd be the equivalent of the 16th pick if the 16th pick busted out of the league in two years. Absolutely cool, but get out of here with that take. That's Justin a bad Patton bad take. Pick something like that. If yes, so, yes, yes, it, yes, exactly. If they if the 16th pick is the Justin Patton equivalent, boom, you nailed it. Mm-mm. But Poku is a huge part of this rebuild. He's a big part of the ceiling of this team in this rebuild because, especially if the rebuild includes Shea. If this if the rebuild is going to include Shea, it means we've got to take off here quick. Because there's not a ton of time. There's no there's no time to do a Sixers type rebuild. There's not they don't have the the luxury of that. Not, and obviously it's not a luxury, but they don't have the luxury of playing around with with three or four different lotteries. Yeah. Now, or at least top five lotteries, where you're one of the worst teams. They don't have they don't they don't have time for that because Shea is too good. Shea is too and good. Yes. Poku is a huge part of it because if Poku can come back and is like, oh my gosh, Alexei Pokushevsky is averaging fifteen seven and three, and he's shooting thirty. Shooting. Yeah, I was gonna say thirty seven percent from three, forty six percent overall. Wow. Like holy crap. Yeah. Like they've really something has happened here. Yeah. He's really developed and that would be incredibly important to this team. It would really to me make the difference for this team and what they look like in 2 years. And obviously this draft lottery is just as big. Um oh, but I, I think thought- that we sometimes sometimes 
need to remember, like we have Poku in our back pocket yeah. when it comes to development. Yeah. Yeah. You want to talk Ben Simmons? You want to talk about guys that are afraid to dunk? Who, yes. Somebody who's not down to dunk at all? He was not about to dunk on that play. He that was point. not about to dunk. Yeah. <laughs> he was, he's not down to dunk. He's not about to dunk. He's, he's nothing. But I feel... Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I okay, feel there is something there. Still. In where? In, in Ben. Um, I think he is completely miscast as a player yeah. in, in Philadelphia. Um, they are not running anything with, um, with him. Like, he's yeah. just the guy who takes the ball and dribbles it after the after midcourt and then there's pick and roll with someone else. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think that this is the best way to use a guy that cannot shoot. The, the guy who can shoot yeah. needs to be in every single action, either screening. They, they just do this. He goes, goes, dribbles, mm-hmm. then arrives at the top of the key and then moves to the dunker spot. That's it. What are you doing? <laughs> like, it, it's it's almost using... Like, Ben Simmons is not Yanis Antetokounmpo. Because he is not. But he has the potential to do a lot of stuff that Yanis does. He is a great mm-hmm. defender. He's better at defense than Yanis is. He could lock down... Sure. Well, not lock down, but try to lock down KD. He was guarding... He's a one-on- yeah, he's a great great one-on-one defender. Exactly. Where Giannis is more of like this like giant free safety. Exactly, exactly, yes. Um, but he is... A very, very, very good passer. He can he can hit mm-hmm. everything with a pass. Ben Simmons can. Um, I don't know why. Probably it's because of the way in which they want to utilize Embiid. But if you don't have Embiid and you have just Ben Simmons and you say, "Man, it's we don't we don't care about the free throws. We absolutely don't care. We don't care about how many uh, how many uh, touch you miss. We just want you to be in every single screening action, either as a ball handler or as a screener. We don't care. We don't want to see you like still for one split of a second. You just have to move around, set screen, be mean with, with other guys. Like just just be everywhere. This is the way in which you want to utilize Ben Simmons. And once I see that. And once I see that failing, then I can see, well, there's something off. Because I, I cannot shake from my head the fact that he's a super talented guy, super talented guy that can do many things if asked. Of course, if you want to play um, through Embiid, then playing between Simmons and Embiid, it's, it's difficult. But imagine Ben Simmons as the center for OKC, which is the same philosophy of having... Scotty Barnes there. Barnes. It's not very different. Yeah. Like yeah. with Pokushevsky, with, 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 with Kate Cunningham, uh, like you have all the shooting and then Ben Simmons who can do everything. It's not dissimilar dude, if, from, from Draymond yeah, Green. Yeah, dude, if they can get, yeah, if they can get, if, if they had the number one pick, then I, would, then I would say, all right, if he truly is available, which we don't even know if that's the case. Oh, I think be. everybody kind of believes that it will be. It will be. Then yeah, go get him. Because then... You have Shea, Cade, maybe Dort has to go in the trade. Poku, I don't know what the trade would would even look like. I don't really even, I don't know. I don't know that I, w- I wouldn't give up a ton for him Kemba today. Picks. Depends on what the picks are. Depends on how many, certainly. Uh, man, what a disappointment, though, if you're <laughs> Philly. But also remember, Kemba's 31. Kemba's not 36. No, no, he's not. 
So if Kimba can get right, which is not a guarantee, but no. I I get it. There's just there's a it's a mess. There's a there's just a it's a huge mess uh, in Philly, and but if if the Thunder drew seven and sixteen eighteen, then I'm and I don't know if I want Ben Simmons. But if if Ben Simmons is for sure my third best player, mm-hmm. like okay, let's that's fine. And I also would love to see. The situation with Ben, because with Philly, it's been, okay, Ben, you're already good, great. Like, we have to win playoff games now, or else you're worthless, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, you have to perform in the fourth quarter of a game seven in the playoffs, or else you're worthless to us. And he, had, and he was. Like, he just straight up was. I just, <laughs> I think they may have done better had he sat. Now, rewind, throw him onto this team where it's just like, you know what? Because this is this is the way the Thunder will start next season, no matter what. Ben Simmons here, Ben Simmons not. Doesn't matter. It's going to be okay. We know we have these talented players. We know we have some of these younger guys. We don't really know what we have in them. Mm-hmm. Is Vit Kretchy here? I don't know. <laughs> Who cares? Listen, we don't know what we have. Like we don't know what's here. Yeah. But what things that we do know? Number one, we know we have a culture of building and learning right we have a coaching staff that is maybe even overly committed to development mm-hmm. like to the, to to just a crazy level where they could bring Ben Simmons back in like hey man like listen we don't know what your experiences were directly in Philadelphia mm-hmm. but here's here's what we have planned for you yeah and it's basically like hit like the stop and rewind button for him right and let's go back. <laughs> like let's let's try to take some of this back and move forward a little bit, um, and see what he can be. Now there's a tremendous amount of talent there, but there's also a tremendous amount of damage that was done in this particular playoff run. Yeah. There are players who have their careers, not just their careers with a particular team, but their entire careers ruined because of things like what just happened with Ben. Yes. Like we've seen it a lot in the league. Good, high profile, solid players all over the league through the years that that dunk moment mm-hmm. where he hesitates and throws it to another guy that is perhaps a worse score than he is. Well, time who is being wasn't guarded. It? Yes. That moment could be his breaking point moment where everything just completely breaks, Yes. right? Like, that could be it. And then I don't care if it's Kemba and nothing. I don't want him. I don't want him on the team. The commitment is huge. the fact is the salary he, commitment he is carries, huge. the salary is huge, yeah. the personality, the internal, not even necessarily the external personality, but the internal personality mm-hmm. is big. Mm-hmm. And it's something to deal with. Yes. And if that series broke him, I don't want him. I don't want him here. Now, if he could come here and you could basically take, if he's like a, a misbelt Lego set, like you can take the Lego set apart and try again. If that's possible, then perhaps, you, I mean, you 100% do it. Even if it's Kemba, Dort, two first, you do it. Because yeah. this is the number one pick in the draft, the former number one pick in yeah. the draft. Um, you do it. 
but I don't know. I, I, I know so little about the situation internally mm-hmm. to be able to say whether it's one thing or the other. But it's probably somewhere in the middle, right? It's got to be somewhere in the middle. And in the middle, I don't know. I definitely would not give up Kemba Dort and two good firsts for him um, if it's in the middle. It's, um, I think I'd rather just build more internally, more of a natural rebuild, and then find like a trade that actually like fits. Yeah. Like with these guys. I think that I would, I would rather wait for it because I don't, especially if you add another big time ball handler, mm-hmm. if you add Suggs or Cade or somebody like that, even Jalen Green, who's like going to need the ball. Um, I just don't know that I would that I would do that because the dream the dream with with Ben Simmons is oh he just becomes Draymond Green right um, um, I think he can be better well, yeah but I mean like that role yes like that's that's his role the, the point is the point is the demeanor is not there and exactly and that, exactly. that is something that it, that's what, that is yes. that is the only thing that like if you listen five minutes of talking between Mike Mike Schmitz and Scotty Barnes, yeah. it's it's hilarious how, com- how confident that guy is. It's just saying, well, what do you do there? Well, I just destroy with my strength, take away everything with my great hands, and I will be just more powerful than him, and I will destroy him. <laughs> it's it's all yeah. like this, and and, and it's uh, and and it goes on and say, well. I'm just prideful. Um, you will not score on me. It, it is you want that with Ben Simmons. That part, I don't know where it is. I don't know if he's too cool. He's too cool. Yeah, maybe so. And and if that is what you are worried about, then I, I can see that. My again, yeah. it's not that I want to see him doing all these things. You know, okay, see what I'm what I'm saying. This what I'm saying today is, yes, he played horrifically bad against Atlanta. But so he bad. was put in a terrible situation from his coach, because if you and and this is going on in the playoffs since they since he's there, it's only and I remember Zach Lowe discussing this and and deem it as madness to just have Ben Simmons taking the ball and then go to the dunker spot. That is not yeah. how you want to use. Ben Simmons, just put him into some flare, like into some flare action, or off ball action, whatever. Like free up right. Seth Curry with, with some with some off balls. Can do something, just not do stay something. there. It's it's awful. It's terrible. There it shows no, no trust. It's, it shows like that they that Doc Rivers has zero trust. Yeah, in Ben Simmons, exactly. It has no like does does not believe in him. Does not trust him. Does not trust to him to have the ball. Uh, but then there's also the there's also the Ben Simmons factor too. It's not just his coaching. It's yeah, and, and Tyler when he Fields, has the chance. Yeah, when he has the chance, he won't do it. Yes, but Tyler Field says they used him like we use Robertson. No, no. When we use Robertson in a wrong way, like parking him in the corner, that was madness. Yeah. But there was a moment when that Carmelo was, was here, where Robertson was in every single action. And that screening, exactly. rolling, cutting, yes. In that moment, you could unlock everything because he was a great defender with no passing. Go back and watch that Detroit game. They had everything unlocked. Look, everything had exactly. been unlocked. Or look at yeah. the, um, even even the, the games between December the 20th 
to January the 15th, whatever, between the, 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 the Detroit accident up to, well, back to mm-hmm. November the 20th. That was the moment where, like, Dre really unlocked his full potential as part of a team construction. And OKC had just mm-hmm. one, one, another non-shooter. Imagine if you have just one non-shooter in the, uh, in the yeah. on court. Again, it has not, it's... But- like, that's also the thing. That's also the thing. That's all you can have in this league. Yeah. That's it. It's too hard. The, the, the Sixers couldn't beat the Hawks. And the Hawks, we talked about them earlier. They've been good. Yeah. It's great. They should not have lost to that team. No. no. That should have never happened. Part of it was Ben Simmons. It is. It is Part true. of it was they're playing, they're playing Ben and Matisse at the same time. And I love independently. I love them both. I love Matisse Tybal. I think that guy's great. He's, there are very, very few defenders that can do what he can do. But when you play them both together, Atlanta can say, we know Ben Simmons isn't even going to dunk the ball when he's two feet from the rim. It doesn't matter. Don't guard him. Don't worry about him. And if he is two feet from the rim, just make sure you're in the vicinity and he may not even take the shot. That is crazy. So who cares? We just need to make sure that, that Seth Curry and Joel Embiid don't kill us. Right? And Tobias Harris. That's it. It was a disaster. It was a disaster. It was a horrifically coached game. It was a horrifically coached team. And it was also Ben Simmons' head case series. Yeah. I want to see him in Portland so that Dame can resurrect him and we can all have back our. That'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah. They have a trade right there that makes sense. And I think that. that... But anyway, we're going to. too far down this rabbit hole with we are it's, um, but it's fun man it's fun yeah. uh i i'm ex- i'm excited for the lottery tomorrow please come hang out with us uh 16 south broadway in edmond oklahoma uh, we will do a live podcast afterwards so after the lottery stick around uh, again if it is uh too full when you arrive you can order food to go and you go over to frenzy which is across the street uh, and it'll be, I think it'll be a great time. And then you get, we can again, try to kind of crowd into the mule, um, whenever the, the live pod starts. So anyways, hope you guys have a great rest of your Monday and we will talk to you guys again tomorrow night, or perhaps even see you tomorrow night. Thanks again. <laughs>